we're going to be in 1 John chapter 5, um, verse 16 and 17 together. Now, it's the first time um, preaching this year for me. And uh, I have to preach about sin and death. That's really fun. <laughs> the first time, you know, First John talked about love and, you know, Jesus Christ died for our sins and all that. But I have to preach about sin that leads to death and sin that does not lead to death. That's a difficult text. There's a lot of interpretation of the scripture, um, but I'm going to bring in what I believe that um, God has revealed it to me. And um, hopefully you are blessed this morning. So be patient with me and open your hearts and your ears to hear what um, God is going to speak to us this morning together. Okay? All right. Um, let's, if you have the copy of God's Word with you, um, open to 1 John 5, 16 to 17. That's the main text that we will read together. To honor God in reading of His Word, I would like to invite you to stand and then read this with me. If anyone sees his brother committing a sin, not leading to death, he shall ask, and God will give him life. To those who commit sins that do not lead to death, there is sin that leads to death. I do not say that one should pray for that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that does not lead to death. You may be seated. All right, like I told you, that's, uh, that's the text we will study together today. Um, there's two main questions that we see here that we have to talk about, and we cannot avoid it, which is, number one, is what? Sin that leads to death, and sin that does not lead to death. Those kind of, not an easy question to um, to tackle, right? Um, but before we can answer those two questions, um, we need to ask one important question. What kind of death is John talking about here in this book? All right? So a lot of time when we study the Scripture, when we read the Bible, we have to look at the Scripture in the, the context all right, and, and, and you've seen that, you know, the pastor, Pastor Derek and Pastor Darren been preaching about 1 John and talks about God's love and talking about eternal life and talking about, um, you know, those that are going away from the faith. So we have to look at this in this, the context, okay, in 1 John. So um, let's look at 1 John 5.13. That's the nearest one. We're going to walk it backward. Okay, so 1 John 5.13 said this way, I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God that you may know that you have eternal life, All right? So that's the text before verse 16 and 17. So talk about eternal life. So I believe here in this context, I believe John is talking about the spiritual death because it mentioned about eternal life. Now, some might argue that, well, that can be physical death. Now, there are other events that, that happen too. But right here, for John, he's mentioning and he's talking about 
eternal death. Um, let's walk back to 1 John chapter 2, verse 25. And this is the promise that he made to us. God made promise to us, which is what? Eternal life. See that? In the same context. Now, go back again to 1 John 1, 1 to 2. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we look upon and have touched with our hands, concerning the word of life. The life was made manifest, and we have seen it, and testify to it, and proclaim to you the eternal life, which was with the Father and was made manifest to us. So again, talk about what? Eternal life. Now, what about the classic um, John 3.16? You all know, right? What does John talk about? He said, um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have what? Eternal life. Now, that's in the same context that John is talking about here. So, that's why when we look at the question, is that sin that does not lead to death. What is he talking about here? I believe in the context here, he's talking about eternal death. Okay? So, the whole book of 1 John talks about that. Talks about eternal life in Christ Jesus. Now, um, Let's come back to these two questions that we have. What is a sin that does not lead to death? What is sin that does not lead to death? Now, we all know that all sin leads to death, right? But the scripture said, but there's a sin that does not lead to death. Which is what? Is a sin of all believers who confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Because they already had life. Because Jesus is their life. You receive life when you put your faith in Christ Jesus. Amen? So the sin of all believers will not lead to eternal death, but leads to eternal life because of your faith in Jesus Christ. Amen? And then what is sin that leads to death? It is a sin of those who reject and deny Jesus Christ, the Son of God, because they never have life to begin with. Now look at look at First John, um, chapter two, verse twenty-three. No one who denies the Son has the Father or life. Whoever confesses the Son has the Father or life, also. You see that. So the sin that does not lead to death is. The sin of the believers who put their faith in Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ already died for our sin. He redeemed us already, gave us life already. But those that don't put their faith in Jesus Christ, deny Jesus Christ their sin because they're born in sin and they have to die because of that sin to be eternal separation from God. Now, what about another difficult question here? Are we not supposed to pray for those who commit 
is sin that leads to death. Talk about those that reject Christ. Now, John did not say that you should not pray for them. He did not forbid them, um, us to pray for them, but it requires a different kind of prayer. But we will not talk about that here today. Um, we will talk about how we, as believers, should pray for sinning believers. I want you to look at verse 16 again with me. Chapter 5. If anyone sees his brother, who is the brother here? Now, again, brother here includes sister here, all right? So all believers is talking about here. When anyone sees his brother or sister committing a sin, not leading to death, what should we do? He shall ask and God will give him life. Now, what are we supposed to do? When we see our brothers or sister in Christ committing a sin, should we point finger at them and say, you're a sinner? Should we go and then judge them and then um, step on them and then tearing them down, tearing them apart? Should that be what we're supposed to do as a believer? Now, John said what? we got to pray for them. Pray for restoration. And I'm gi I'll give you an example. That's the first point for us. To pray for restoration. What did Jesus do to the woman who was caught in adultery? You all remember? John 8, 7, Jesus says, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. If you think you, are, you, you have no sin, right? Go ahead and pick up a stone and throw at her. And what happened? No one did. They all walked away. John 8, 11, Jesus says, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on sin no more. That's the example of Jesus Christ. When he sees someone committing sin or fall into sin. He shows mercy. What did God do to us when we sin? He sent his son to die for us. God shows us mercy and grace. Amen? That's our God. Now, what about Paul? What did Paul teach the church in Galatia? All right? Galatians 6.1, Paul said this, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression... You who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. You see that? Paul also teach that you have to restore them, not destroy them. It's sad that we don't see a lot of restoration in a lot of churches. It's sad that we don't see a lot of believers sharing their burdens with one another because they are afraid of being judged. Instead, we should show mercy and love of Jesus Christ to one another. What is John teaching us here, though? Okay, I want you to go back again, verse 16. We should pray for our brothers and sisters who commit sin that God will give them life. <clears throat> 
John 10.10, Jesus says this. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. See that? Jesus Christ came to do what? To give life. Not death. But sin was the, the, the sin is the thing that brings us death, right? So um, we must not destroy our brothers or sisters who have sinned. But instead, we must love them and pray for them to be restored in the right relationship with God. Amen? You think we can do that? Should that be our attitude toward um, other believers who might struggle in their sin? Because you're not perfect. I'm not perfect. We all need one another to pray for one another. So this leads to um, point number two. So when we pray, right, when we see a sinning believer, we should pray for them. And so when we pray, we must pray with confidence. We must pray with confidence. Look at verse 17. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is sin that does not lead to death. All wrongdoing is sin. It simply means this. All wrongdoing is sin, and all sin leads to death. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever doubted your salvation? If you have not, praise the Lord. I have. I have. But that's way back when I was um, in college. <laughs> but I believe several of us sitting here, at one point of time, have doubted that. And let me ask you this. What is, you, what is the, 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 the root cause of that doubt? What usually is the root cause? Most of the time, it's not because a professor said this or someone said that. A lot of time, it's your sin. The sin that leads to that doubt that whether or not you're truly saved, I don't know, maybe you're on a different page than me, but a lot of time um, when that happened, I doubted my salvation because of the sin in my life. Because all wrongdoing is sin, and sin leads to death, and we are afraid of that. We know that it leads to death. So Romans 6, um, 23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is Eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see that? Because of sin, we must die. But because of Christ, we must have life. And that's the gift of God. Amen? Therefore, those who believe in Jesus will not have to experience eternal death or eternal separation from God. Because Jesus Christ already took the penalty of our sin for us. Amen. Romans 5, 8 said this. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. That's good news. That's great news. Now, I'm not encouraging you to go and sin. Don't get me wrong. 
but we are not perfect. We still live in this world. There will be time that we have fallen short of the glory of God, right? But believe me, believe the scripture that's saying that all believers who put their faith in the Son of God will have life. Amen? But if you sitting here already put your faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, you don't have to doubt the salvation. You don't have to be afraid when you die from this world where you will be because you will be with the Lord for eternity. I believe my dad is with the Lord in heaven right now. Amen? Because he believed in the Son of God. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9-11 said this. For God has not um, destined us for wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we might live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you're doing. See that? Build each other up. Now, it it doesn't make sense when, when you sin and Christ died for you and give you life, but when believers or Christians see other people sinning, we kind of do the opposite of what God's doing. We condemning them. We pointing finger at them, judging them. And that is really sad because Christ came to give life. But a lot of time we tend to point finger of death. Let us not do that. What shall we do? We should pray for them because one of these days might be your turn that you will need that kind of prayer. 1 John 2, 1, 2 says, My little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, you see that? John knows that if anyone does sin, he said, don't sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with, with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only but also for the sins of the whole world you see that john said don't sin but if we do sin don't worry we have jesus christ who already advocate for us amen that's our hope that's why believer when we sin we don't die for eternity But we live for eternity because we have Jesus Christ. The righteousness does not come from us, but come from Jesus Christ. Amen? 1 John 1, 9, that's why he put it there. It's really important. It's said this way. You all know this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to do what? To forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Not just to forgive our sins, but also to cleanse us. Amen? That's why believing sinners receive the righteousness of the Son of God. And His righteousness covers us in the presence of God. 
So we do not need to be afraid of death or doubt our salvation. I hope today you've been encouraged if you are at that point, it's like whether I'm, I'm saved or not. But let me challenge you this. If you don't know or confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you should be. Now, that might be scary that I say that, but I'm serious about that. Only Jesus Christ, he's the only way to salvation, to eternity with God. Make it right if you have not. 1 John 5, 12 said this, whoever has the Son has life. Amen? Whoever has the Son has life. That's why when we pray, we must pray with confidence because sins of believers were paid off by Jesus Christ. And it will not lead us to our spiritual death, but leads us to life in Christ Jesus our Lord, our Savior. Amen? Now, here's the conclusion. By the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, our sins are forgiven. Amen? I'll say it one more time. By the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, our sins are forgiven. We are justified and we are alive in him. When my dad passed, I remember it clearly. I told my doctors, like, I don't want to be in the room when my dad passed because I don't want to see him that way. But the doctor, he, was, um, he, he is a believer, and he said, I encourage you and challenge you to be in there um, to see that moment. And I did. I took his advice. Pastor Darren came um, when um, the doctor took the ventilator out. Uh, Pastor Darren came. Um, I did not share this with um, a lot of you guys, but um, when pa- Pastor Darren came and then prayed, um, and lay hands on my dad. You know, we believe that if God would heal him, he does, God doesn't need a ventilator to, to heal my dad, right? But it was time that God took him to be with him for eternity. No pain, no suffer. So that moment when Pastor Darren prayed and he said, in Jesus' name I pray, amen, my dad, his pulse just left him. Just that moment. And that affirms me where he is right now, worshiping our God in heaven for eternity. And one day we will meet him. Now, he left his body behind. But now he's alive in Christ, in heaven, with God. Amen? And one day you all who believe, who put your faith in Jesus Christ, will live. The sin will not hold you back. 1 Corinthians 15, 55 to 57 said this, O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin. For the penalty of, for the wages of sin is death. And the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord 
Jesus Christ. Amen? We found that victory. Death, you cannot do anything to us. You might capture our body here on earth, but our spirit is with the Lord. And that's our hope. When we see our brothers and sisters who have fallen into sin, we must pray for them with confidence in our Lord Jesus Christ that God, who has already given them life, will give them abundantly to restore them into the right relationship with God. Without the right relationship with God is living death. You understand that? So that's why when you sin, that's why when you sin, you kind of have that kind of doubt. If I'm truly a believer, why am I still struggling with these sins? Have you thought about that? Yeah, that's a doubt of salvation there. But believe me here, if you believe, you put your faith in Son Jesus Christ, you don't have to worry about that. When we have doubt about salvation, I want you to remember this. In 1 John 3.20, said this, For whenever our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart. Amen? When our heart <laughs> condemns us, our God is greater than our hearts. When we have doubt about salvation, our God is greater than that. And He knows everything. He knows everything. And He knows that you have put your faith in His Son. And this, I want you to also remember this. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. Our faith. 1 John 5, 4. Our faith. Now, because of our faith in Jesus Christ, that's the only thing that requires. Remember when... Um, um, uh, when Adam sinned, he had a choice, but he chose to be disobedient, right? And because of his disobedience, lead us to death. But because of Jesus Christ, his obedience lead us to life. Now, our faith to believe in Jesus Christ will guarantee us the life, the eternal life, even though we might struggle in our sins. So our hope is in God who gives life, and he gives it abundantly. Amen? That's our God. We worship the God that's still living. And because... He is life. He is the source of life. He gives life. We would not have to experience eternal death. But don't get me wrong. This world will still die. Nobody lives forever here on earth. But again, there's still hope. Because Jesus Christ will resurrect our body and give us the glorified body as well. Right? Not just the spirit, and that's what we believe. You see, 
when we put our faith in Jesus Christ, that's all required. You don't, God doesn't ask you for money. God doesn't ask you for a big house. God doesn't require you to have a big Bible. Only your faith. You can carry a big Bible. You can go to church every single week. But without faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and believing that He is the Son of God, you will experience death, eternal death. But the opposite, if you put your faith in the Lord, in Jesus Christ, as the Son of God, you will have life. Amen? I encourage you and challenge you, if today you have not found Jesus Christ, you have not believed in Him, come talk to us. I'll be available. There are other believers here who will be able to lead you as well in that. And all believers, brothers and sisters in Christ, if there is sin in your life, I challenge you to find a brother or sister that you trust, that they will pray for you to restore you to the right relationship with God and share and then um, carry that burden together. And you don't have to be afraid or doubt about your salvation because Christ already took that on the cross. Amen? Let's go to the Lord and pray.